You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. It's Monday, so it's time for Shapiro World with David Shapiro from Sassarin Securities. David, let's go back to Friday if we can. I did my five o'clock shadow show yeah. on, on Friday and I was looking at the uh, S&P and at the time it was down around about 2.2%. And I thought, okay, well, what normally happens now is it rallies. And then blow me, I looked at the thing and it was down about 3.5% on the close. And I thought, this has got a feel about a nasty, nervous weekend and yeah. a bad mm-hmm. Monday. And okay, it's not a good Monday, but it's not, it's not catastrophically bad, but still the market under real pressure. And I looked at Jerome Powell's speech and I thought, you, you change like the wind. I mean, can I, the only th- good thing I can say about it is that he's got it wrong in the first place, i.e. inflation. Maybe he's getting it wrong again now and the markets will, t- will turn around. What do you make of it? I think I, I agree with you and I think it's a very important point. And you know what's given me the clues yes. is that if you look at the bond market, there's hardly been a response. And the bond market is saying, listen, you're not going to go off that trajectory. You know, whatever you've told us, yes, you're going to keep, but you're not going off it. Therefore, we're already building in that by the second half of next year, rates will start coming down and so on. And inflation, either inflation will peak or the market's going to be, uh, you know, you're going to have a recession that's going to bring rates down. But they weren't put off by what he said or they weren't triggered or you know fueled into pushing rates a lot higher so if you look at those rates they hardly moved we've been here before i know the two-year kicked up a little bit but i mean uh you know the, the equity market is a little more disturbed and i think a lot of it is around the uncertainty that he's created you know he's gone from jekyll to hyde to hyde to jekyll you know no mm. one knows what's coming out and you you, you know what in that position, don't mess with the markets or don't even bother about the markets. Stick to your policy. What's your policy? Just give a policy speech. You know, don't take on the market. And I think coming back to your what you said there, I think the big worry is, okay, you want to prove a point, therefore you're going to stick to it and you might do a lot more damage than you need to do uh, rather than just see what unfolds. You know, you're going into an, an environment where inflation will come down. Yes, no one's saying it's going to come down to 2%, but it's coming down. It's starting to point the other way. And the other thing is that economic conditions are slowing. So I think we're all worried. You know, when I heard him, I just looked at it. I said, where does this man come from? Yeah. Where's Trans- where, you know, we, we, you went at him last year. You and Nick went at him in a big way because of transitory and you laughed at him and ridiculed him and mimicked him and 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 you know instead of doing something then or or recognizing he left it and now he's gone the other way and uh it just seems to me a shambles i i i, you know, I, I really me, believe so they've got so much they've got so such a big team and so much data at their fingertips mm. that they they, mm. they 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 they've got it wrong mm. and they've they've misanalyzed mm. it i mean everyone's human but on the other hand uh, to to get it so wrong for so long I find yeah. um, actually a little bit distasteful uh, david um, anyway the market didn't like you know, it I'm at not, all no uh, but Karen. but and you know what i'm not a I'm not an economist, and therefore I don't keep models. I'm giving you a personal view. 
a person who listens to every speech and follows markets, you know, I've come out of there and say, okay, look, I'm not doing anything for a few months. I'm just sitting back. I know it's going to be tough. But to be honest, I don't think, I think that he has erred. And I think the whole way he's projected this is, is quite worrying. Did you see Elizabeth Warren? I mean, she's a senator. She just let go. You know? <laughs> no, I didn't see that. What did she say? <laughs> no, I mean, she just she just went at him for uh, you know for his whole attitude of of knocking the the economy. In other words, of bringing the economy uh, almost um, orchestrating it into a recession. And I think the big worry is that you can orchestrate it into a recession that that's deeper than it should be. So, um, you know, I, I, I think people are very concerned about about what's coming out of the Fed. I've also got another view. I think that they're all politicians. Everybody there is vying for, um, you know, everybody's vying for a political position and all trying to make their name. Neil Kaskari, who you might remember from 07 or 08, he was one of the principal characters there with Bernanke and Geithner and Hank Paulson. You know, in actually saving the, uh, in actually, you know, saving the U.S. economy. You know, and he, the way he said, he said, it's an inferno. You know, this is a, for God's sake, man, you're a Fed governor. You don't use that language. You know, you're not, you're not on the pulpit. You know, you're you're not (laughs) inferno. You know, you'll go to hell. It's not, do you know what I mean? It's not, we're not there. You're a Fed governor. You're supposed to. Bring stability to an economy as well. Yes, we need higher interest rates. Yes, we need this, but you don't talk like that. You know, you you always give some kind of hope. Anyway, I just I just looked here. I said, oh, this is all politics. You know, all vying for uh, for for the, for the top position. I, I, I look at the way that Lesetja Kenyago, the South African Reserve Bank governor, uh, mm, uh, yes. behaves himself. Mm. He keeps himself quiet. He's got a, a meeting every couple of months uh, that is yeah. that is um, uh, leads to an interest rate announcement and some commentary regarding that announcement, whether it be flat, up or down for interest rates. And he conducts himself in a civilised manner, in a yeah. restrained manner. But uh, we were saying last week, both of us said, no, he's not going to say anything we don't already know. But he did say something yeah. we don't already know. And I thought, mm-hmm. well, surely he should lead up to this gently rather than yes. just, you know, no. I mean, no, no. Anyway, it doesn't he matter. Did it. What he did is that we didn't know it. I think I, most of most people haven't changed their course. That's what the bond market said. And, in fact, even the equity markets. The equity markets are shaken simply because they say, okay, you know, yeah, there are people who are saying that we're going to pivot. It doesn't matter. It's got nothing to do with you. What the market says, stick to your strategy. You know, stick to your strategy speech. This is what we're going to do. This is why we find it. Give some explanations. And this is what we're going to continue to do. But you don't, you know, he took a, he took a swipe at market saying, you think I'm going to pivot? I'm going to show you. So, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, uh, the, the, I'm not, anyway, I'm not, I really am not, you know, I don't feel any stress at this point. Um, I'll, I'll, we'll talk about it. I'm still quite calm. I think that, um, you know, I think a lot of the bad news has already been baked into the market. You know, we know that six months are going to be tough. We know that things are going to slow down. You know, we know so much of all of this and it's already in the market. So, um, I don't. I, honestly, Lindsay, I don't think we're going to hit uh, those June lows again. I don't think we're going to see that. 
No, I don't so, think so. Either. I think it'll be a, I think it'll be a double bottom. I really do, and I've always said that um, it's the wrong time of year uh, for a trend to be put in place. We we rallied too much from being too low. Yeah. Probably we're coming back again. A reality mm. check during thin conditions. Let's face it. Uh, but uh, some some interesting fundamentals coming through. Uh, Jackson Hall being a case in point. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think we're going to go shooting up again, but uh, I think the low has been put I, in yeah. place. Now, yeah, David, yeah. we have yeah, to look I don't, at the... don't, Yeah, on that shoot, it's not going to shoot up. You know what I mean? No, definitely You mustn't not. position yourself and you mustn't be disappointed. That's, that's, that's the whole thing. Just, that's what I say, just get into the trench <laughs> and sit there and, and uh, you know, we going to have to just uh, kind of just battle it out for a few in the trench for another couple of months and until things do improve and if you get into that mindset you won't be disappointed but I don't don't think you position yourself for any big turnarounds on the other hand I don't think position yourself for any major collapses I think that uh, if you woke up this morning um, mm. if you've just looked at your screen you would probably say Oh, look at my portfolio. I've got Grindrod shipping and Massmart yeah. in my portfolio. Yeah. Look at yeah. this, David. Yeah. Now, what does this tell you? Does it say that South African uh, assets are undervalued? I mean, Grindrod shipping, yeah. cautionary announcement, um, came out at um, half past three South African time, issues holding announcement. A company called TMI, which is already a shareholder, says yeah. it wants to buy the lot. So the yeah. share price yeah. is up yeah. um, 20%. And then before that, yeah. earlier on this morning, Walmart, suckers for punishment, yeah. obviously, yeah. Walmart saying they want the rest of, uh, of of Massmart. And I don't understand it. Maybe they you just say it's so cheap. The rand is so weak. Yes. And uh, we got to go. It's 42 yeah. and two thirds percent higher. Yeah. It's a monstrous mm. move. Tell me about yeah. Massmart, first yeah. of all. Good, bad. Massmart, they have to do this. Mm. You know, um, I think it's. I, I, it's very interesting to see that Massmart are going to make a bid for whatever shares they don't own. That's 62 rand, so it's it's um, we can learn from that. Yeah. It's a healthy premium, and it's uh, uh, what it does do is it allows them to fix the company without the prying eyes of investors, mm. and it's the only way they'll be able to fix it. Are they going to so delist it? Do you think? They delist it. No, there's no doubt about it. It oh, will be delisted. Not another one. You know, okay. uh, no, no, that's number one. And then the same thing with Grinrod shipping, which which was unbundled from uh, Grinrod. Yes. Uh, a very good operation. Um, and they did exceptionally well. You know, they trade in ships or boats or whatever you call them. And they're in the right area at the moment, dry bulk. And um, it's, um, I'm, I'm sure that, that whoever's making a bid for them sees that. TMI. Lindsay, I'm writing, a, I'm writing an article now. And mm. as I talk to you, I, it's, it's the conversation we had last week. You know, I think um, I've written all around the stock exchange because what's happening is, um, do, do you know what's happening is, is um, a lot of these smaller companies are not getting the kind of uh, recognition they are from shareholders. They don't have them. And this is something, when I started to think about it, this is something that happened 30 years ago. You know, the, when was 30 years is, ago? 19, right, 1992? Is that, yeah. Well, when change came here, we had political change. Right. We had also the huge development of technology. The whole stock exchange changed. 
And what brought us, what, what happened then is we had the kind of evolution of the whole industry. You know, we had um, so many new players coming. And I'm writing about Hendrik, who I helped, you know, in the early stages, we helped him with his administration when he was building up Investec Asset Management. Hendrik Dutour, yeah. Hendrik, yeah. And it's, uh, you know, it, it's, I'm not, I'm not taking a dig at him in any way, quite the opposite. You know, it's a complimentary article. And just how his business came from nothing. He had two years he was given by Stephen and uh, Bernard Cantor of, 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 uh, of Investec. He had to get this business right in two years because they were ruthless. They would have kicked him out. You know, I said, sorry. And, and he did it. Today, he's bigger than them. Okay. But what happened is that the evolution of that business took away from the, you know, more products came, more combinations of products. All of that took away from the JSC and focused on only the big companies. And a lot of our companies also saw greener pastures. So the whole well, the complexion of the JSC changed. There was no room for small businesses. And this is the consequence. What is the article? You know what? Going, what's the focus of the article, David? Sorry, I'm missing, I'm missing exactly that. your point. Exactly. What the stock exchange is doing now. Mm. Sorry. Let, let, yeah, I should have told you in the first place. That's, that's right. dead right. Um, the focus is that the stock exchange are now trying to keep small businesses listed. And they're saying, oh, it's a matter of costs or it's a matter of regulation. It's not. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's, uh, it's not that. The thing is that that we haven't got – we don't have the shareholders as we used to have in our early days. People used to like to build their own portfolios. You know, they all – most people with money now go see a financial advisor who puts them into a range of different products, you know, an ETF here, yeah. a unit trust there, and so on. And those unit trusts and those ETFs have no desire to buy small businesses on the JT. They focus around – a very small universe of large companies. You know, they they circle that's it. And that's where the the concentration is. The rest of the market doesn't matter. So you ha and the analysts are gone. You know, the analysts are gone. No one covers these companies. There's no and nor is there any kind of promotion for individual share ownership. So what we're seeing, Massmart is different. Massmart is 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 saving the company. But with Grinrod shipping Certainly, with so many other companies that we've seen vanish from the JSE, it's it's around that issue. Nobody cares about it. So let's get this. So let, let's get this straight mm, now. TMI. Mm. Um, in uh, here, I'm just reading little uh, snippets from this uh, yeah. Hopper's three. Uh, announcement on the Stock Exchange News Service says, in relation to the non-binding indicative proposal by TMI, that's Taylor Maritime Investment Limited, mm. um, to acquire the entire issued and yeah. to be and to be issued share capital of the company not already owned by TMI or a sub, sub, subsidiary or affiliate thereof. In other words, TMI, presumably an American company, I don't know, uh, I never heard of it, uh, but it presumably does own part of Grindrod shipping, it wants the whole lot. Do you think then that the split between Grindrod, uh, the, the two Grindrods, was engineered you know, one lists in the United possibly. States of America was to facilitate this 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 move, and it's taken a couple of years Very to possible. get it together. Do you think so? Very possible. Yeah, mm. we don't know who's behind it. It could be the family, who to it's easy. You know, these are private equity deals, and companies are and 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 uh, companies are taking back. Or sorry, sorry, um, 
individuals or families are taking back their companies, you know, a lot of them, or they're going into private equity businesses where they can continue to to run, because they're getting no benefit from the JC, absolutely no benefit. The yeah. fact that they, they're up 20% today gives you an indication that if a private equity player is prepared to do that, um, then the market has mispriced it, you know, badly. They mm. see value. And and how many have we lost? We're going to lose. Did you see um, Destel's numbers? Superb numbers. Great numbers. You know? And there was a very Gain simple. There was there was yeah. a very simple uh, um, headline on a, on a website, a very well known website. And it said, uh, "Distilled uh, distilled results show South Africans have been buying more alcohol." And <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> it must have taken you a while to work out. But anyway, but David, do you think Grindrod shipping, therefore, will then be absorbed into TMI or taken off whatever yes. exchange is on there? No doubt about it. So that's oh, gone no. as well. And, and That'll go as well. And you think MassMart's going also? Surely yeah, not. Well, this is two this week. Yeah, listen, look what else. I can't even remember the number of companies that we've, that we've lost over the last year. Um, Joffe's company. Um, Which all one? Long for Life? Long for Life, mm. gone. Uh, a number of them have been taken out. Mm. So, you know, we're just shrinking, shrinking, shrinking. And uh, now we're going to get mass mart as well. So it's two today. Uh, what other bits? And, and you can see the very, oh, we had Imperial, remember? Yes. Imperial Logistics, gone, uh, and so on. It's not, uh, this is not a swipe at Layla. I mean, Layla's come too late. Leila Fari, you know, the, oh, the CEO, CEO of the JSC Limited. Yes. No, it's got nothing to do with her. No. It, it, it's really got to do with uh, South with Africa. That has been, you know, South Africa. Look, the other part, I'm, I'm being, I've only got 500 words, so it's very hard to put everything into an article. The other thing is that South African economy is, 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 is laboring. You know, it's, it, it doesn't offer uh, opportunity for listed vehicles, for new ones. Um, we're still an old-fashioned mining business. We, we dig holes in the earth and extract something mm. and sell them to some buyer in India or China or wherever, Europe, and so on. So um, we're not a modern economy. We're not, we haven't got the tech issues, the tech apps and things like that that attract people to NASDAQ or in other markets. Um, you know, we've, we've fallen behind in that. The other thing is that we don't open, you know, we don't, we don't roll out a red carpet for investment here and bring businesses here that can grow. And, you know, on the mining front, a lot more could have been done under that. So that's another element which I can't bring in unless I want to go and double the size of my article. And then it gets cumbersome. You know, it's and this is whatever. a business day on Friday, is it? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find units. I've tried to. I'm trying to. But, but, you know, when I think about it and I think about the successes of – of the people you talk to at 91, of Coronation, even of Magda, you know, the, the growth of those businesses. Uh, and a lot of them have taken away attention off the JSE. Yes, they use the JSE as a, as, as you know, there's a foundation there, but they're also offering you so much more foreign products. Um, you know, they're tracking foreign indices. There's, there's a huge amount. They've got a lot more shareholders in their products than the JSE listed companies have yeah. uh, as shareholders. So, yeah, it's 
So, you know, what the stock exchange now is trying to reverse it. It's not going to happen. Here you are, you know, two more today. Yeah, it's, it's, it's disturbing, yeah. actually, because yeah. in, in order to go into financial yeah. services as a broker, yeah. what you've got to do now is, is, is choose a product. What happens is that you go yeah. to a presentation and they give you the presentation and then they take you to lunch and there's a golf day or a mountain biking competition or something sponsored by a company and you buy their products. You don't actually do any work. I mean, I'm not saying you don't do work. That's a stupid thing to say. But you don't look at today's list on the Stock Exchange news service and there's that um, uh, property company MAS, Mass PLC, uh, Advertech, Sea Harvest, Sun International, Steinhoff, Hulamin, and the aforementioned yeah. uh, Mass Martin Grindrod have all come out with numbers. But do you think there's someone sitting down there and meticulously pouring over these numbers like you do if the company uh -huh. interests you? That Those days are gone, David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no one's going to do that. You know, I, I, I say it to you again. I say that um, I can't bring private clients into these businesses because they're too small. Yes. Um, you know, I can't get the spread. But, and I underline that but, and, and a lot of this is behind the competitions that I run, is that if you're, a, if you're running your own portfolio, you know, if you're, you haven't got the multi-multi-millions or so-and-so and, so and you, you're starting out, then there's so many good businesses that you can buy, and that's why you go through the results. Um, but it's very, very hard to to get the volumes that you want. So the other thing is, I said, if I ran a fund, yes, I would. I'd love to run a private equity fund, and just look at the Grinrod shippings and say, I like this company. There's underlying value there. I'm going to keep buying it, you know, or the or, or various companies, whether it's a Novus, and I'm just throwing out some things, or the Textons, or the Impact, you know, that we've spoken about many, many times. You just go out and say, listen. Okay, I'm going to buy 10 shares at a time, whatever it is, you know. Every day, 5,000, 10,000, and over time, you just build up your exposure. You know, I think I think you should talk to people like Keith McLuckland or Pitfull Union these things. Yeah. You know, they, they're masters of it, and they, they, they've identified some really good areas where you can do well in small businesses in South Africa. Well, look at Huliman. I mean, he's a very well-known fund manager that uh, mm -hmm. earned, you know, bet mm. his house on this thing, and it's, it's done yeah. incredibly yeah. well. Because you know why, uh, David? It's because he sat down and he did yeah. hours and hours and hours of assiduous research, and he said, right, this is for me. He went to his company and said, I'm buying this. Is that okay? And they said yes, and away he went. You remember a year ago when I we you made me do the first of all I did the what is the call the what are we the ventilator fund and we had one before oh yes that's you right remember yeah. we spoke about it casually if you knew the returns that were made on those stocks which we identified then I mean it's absolutely staggering you know what was made at those kind of levels in those stocks. And uh, in 2020, they were throwing away ArcelorMittal. They were just giving away <laughs> Nampak. They were giving away Huleman and so on. So I'm saying, you know, that that was, uh, that you know, you know what I mean? That was an, an opportunity in which people could have made double, treble their money. Um, it, it was staggering. But what I'm trying to say is that, it doesn't stop. Yes, that was a special time, but you're still seeing some businesses there that are very, very attractive. Lindsay, the danger is this is, you know, this is not the end. 
it's going to continue. More and more of our businesses of high quality will find, you know, will vanish. Yeah, and do you know what? The JSC will be a very quaint old relic yeah. with a few companies on it, and people will still buy and sell. But the dual listings, uh, the, the thing mm. that worries me is the dual listing situation might um, disappear as well. And they'll say, it's just too much money to be on the JSC. Yeah. Do yeah. we need to be on yeah. the JSC? Yeah. Do we really want to? We'd rather be in London or in Sydney or wherever it is and 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 stay there. Uh, so yeah. I'm not talking about the next year or five years but mm. by the time you hang up your um mm. whatever you hang up you can't uh, say boots no i wasn't, wasn't <laughs> going to say boots <laughs> by the time you throw in the towel let's put it that way let's do use yeah. using use a boxing mm. term now mm. i i just don't see people being attracted to financial services unless mm. they're you know they're sales people yeah. and want to have mm. a fund of fund of fund of funds yeah 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 yeah. Mm. All right, David. Um, so anyway, I mentioned some other companies, Advertech, Sea Harvest, Sun International, Steinhoff, Fulamin, uh, Mass, whatever that company is, the, the, the property company. Anything? No. You, I th you know, they're okay. I'm going to go through them now in greater detail. I, I just had, uh, I was occupied this morning just with various meetings, but I want to go through them. I, you know, uh, like to look at it, Sun International because it does give you an idea of, of the turnaround, look, they went through a horrid time. Yes, uh, I'm not interested in sign off. Um, no. I just think it's a, you know, it's a company that's going to battle along. And also, I, I just, uh, you know, I, I, I'd rather look at um, Pepco. What else is there? But um, you know, listen, you know, I, I still go through them. I haven't seen the market's been hurt badly by, by what happened on Wall Street on Friday. Um, so we're under quite a bit of pressure. Yes, but it has halved its, it's halved its mm. losses and because the, the mm. top 40 mm. was 2.25% weaker mm. at one stage. Mm. It's now only 1.1% weaker mm. with 20 minutes mm. to the auction. Uh, but mm. um, so it hasn't done that badly. And, of course, inevitably the S&P with no London participation and at this time of year has, has bounced back. It was down over 1%, now only down around about half a percent. Yeah. Uh, but it's yeah. still got a nasty feel about it. Yeah, no, it's not. It's going to take time. I, you know what? You know, again, I come back, and uh, you know, once more, I start. The number of bears. Um, I was just looking at another chart today. It came from another source, from the one that I quoted last. Time. The number of puts, or yeah. or negative, you know, against the calls and that. I mean, it's quite astronomical. The the level of bearishness equals the level that we saw back in 2020 in the depths of COVID. Now, that's always a sign. Those who want to be out are out. And I always take that as a positive. You want to be, you know, no one's going to come out and say, oh, I've got to get out because they've already sold. So the market is extremely short, which is always um, – you know, kind of a sign of a bottom and that. So whoever wants to sell a sell, you know, has sold. You know, they're out. So I always see that as positive. And I also think the other thing is that you know, markets are, are smart. They, they're well ahead. We know there's going to be six months of hardship. You know, we know that there's going to be a slowdown in economic conditions. We know that earnings are going to come out of pressure. It's not a surprise. So I think a lot of what's, you know, what's being spoken about is already in the market. PEs have come down quite a bit. You know, the multiples have come down. So I think all I'm trying to say is a lot of the bad news has already been discounted. That doesn't mean that that you know that it's gonna turn around and fly. No. You know, don't it's 
you need good news for that, and it might take some time for the good news to come through. Yeah, I think everyone must calm down a little bit. Uh, David, mm. let's mm. move on now to uh, weightier matters. Fantastic cricket series between England and South yes. Africa, one all nicely poised for the Oval Test, which is the week after next, which is fantastic. And football, you're top of the league. You're, you're, it's, yeah, it's, Arsenal, well. it's Arsenal and Man City. You, uh, they, they, they are playing I, well. I, I could have killed Gabriel. I mean, oh, messing around. In mm. your, I, I don't know what gets into their heads. I don't know. You don't do it with someone like Mitrovic uh, hanging around. And uh, anyway, but they came back. I mean, they they really did. You know, they played well. I mean, if you looked at the game, they're moving the ball well. They've got a nice spirit. And... Uh, um, you know, they, they, they're one of the better teams around. Look, they've got to be tested against Man United, I mean, uh, Man City and uh, Liverpool and so on. But uh, for once, you feel that they can actually hold their own. And then it's not going to be like a 6 0, but you never know with Arsenal. You never but anyway, know, but, but, they're, they're, but there is, I, I, there is I, a yeah. feeling about them now. There, there's been, no. there, there's no. been this, this rebuilding no. process and this cultural no. change under Mikel Arteta, they, yeah. who no, to, we mustn't forget was the assistant to Pep Guardiola at City. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he, he, was, he was a greenhorn, you know, yeah. he, he wasn't mm. dead. He didn't have experience of being the manager. He was always the assistant manager or coach. But yeah. now I think he's coming into his own. And Gabriel yeah. Jesus, although he didn't play very well on yeah. Saturday, uh, crikey, what a signing. We said that uh, last week. Yeah. The other thing is, I have to say, I was reading an uh, article in The Telegraph this morning, and it, it suggested that, that um, Premier League managers are communicating with each other, and this is a very well-respected football journalist, said they're communicating with each other on how to combat Erling Haaland, because they say he's an alien. He's taller, <laughs> he's bigger, he's faster I was just bring it up. than they've ever seen. They were 2-0 yeah. down, and even when they were 2-0 down against Crystal Palace at home, I thought, I'm not bothered. I know that City... I, I love Peps. Mm -hmm. I don't love City. Mm -hmm. I love Pep Guardiola. I knew that they were going to come back and win. I thought it would be 3-2. Yeah. But he just rampaged. He said, OK, I'm going to score three yeah. goals. And he did. Yeah. He scored six in four yeah. games now, for goodness sake. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. A, he's a phenomenon. He's you, know, you know what? He's there in the right spot at the right time. Yeah, it's, you know it's what I mean? instinctive. That, you don't, don't take that for... It, it is instinctive. I think that's... And that's where you get great strikers who, who are there when they need to be there, you know, and they know where they're. Harry Kane's like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, 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 I don't like him because he's got that look. I don't know. Maybe it's because I've spurred. I don't know, kind of that open mouth look, you know, like, oh. But anyway, I just. <laughs> it's very shallow I of it. <laughs> I know, I know. But I mean, he's there. And he's there with his head. He's there at the right, you know, right place and, and or whatever. And you can't take that away. You know, when he's got the ball, you know it's going to find the back of the net. And uh, but this Holland is something else. I've seen I've seen lots of centre forwards. <laughs> I've seen Shearer and I've seen Lineker and yeah. a, a true number nines. You know, and um, who are the other ones? Um, uh, I'm thinking of I can't think of any at the moment. But proper old school number I nines, centre forwards, yeah. as we used to call them. Yeah. And yeah. I've never seen anything uh, like. I mean, yeah. Lukaku was a, was was a beast, but he didn't have the skill. Yeah. Uh, but Haaland, I I I can't believe what I see when I see him. I think if I was a yeah. defender, I'd sit down and cry <laughs> yeah. if he yeah. if he got near me. 
because he's going to uh, run over you. He's fast. But he's fast and he controls and he just takes that gap. Mm. You know, just brilliant. But uh, you know, he's, he, is a, he is a bit of a steamroller. But, but it's, listen, it's wonderful to see players like it that. It really is. It's just wonderful. I don't, I just, I enjoy it. I just enjoy it because he brings, you know, it just brings that skill to, uh, to a game that someone like that can change it so fast. Anyway, anyway, good for him. This week, uh, David, um, we've got a rare thing, which is a Tuesday and Wednesday Premier League um, uh, full uh, program, and there's going to be mid- yeah. midweek match of the day on, on Wednesday night. So there's a full program of games, and hopefully Arsenal can maintain this hundred percent record and give City a run for their money. It won't last, of course, uh, but not with Haaland yeah. playing for them. As long as he, st- as long as he stays <laughs> fit, unfortunately, City have won the league. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, and Manchester United have spent eighty-four million dollars on a twenty-two-year-old from oh. from, um, from Ajax. Yeah, I mean, it's it, you know, Eric Ten Hag comes from Ajax and he takes all the players and brings them to Manchester United for absurd amounts of money. He scored twelve goals last season, and they've paid eighty-four million for him. I mean, what? Okay, I don't know what his mm-hmm. name is. Anthony. I think they're a bit different. Anthony. Though. That's it. That's his name. Is Anthony. Yeah. Anyway, David, um, thank you very much for your time. Okay. We'll speak tomorrow evening thank on you. the 5 o'clock show. Okay. David Shapiro is from Sassman Securities, and that was Shapiro World. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position, or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.